Next time you want to do the intro, it's <laughs> oh fuck. There you go. All right. Uh, welcome into From the Nosebleeds as we play uh, the song by Fleetwood Mac. And it's, <laughs> by the lady that didn't die. Yeah, it's the one that didn't die. This is today. the lady that did not pass Thank away. Thank God. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. darn. Well, we don't want uh. anyone to die. Uh, R.I.P. to how do you say the, her name? Christine McVie. Christine McVie. Whatever. R.I.P. Not idiot. Sean McVie. Stevie Nicks alive. Who yeah. sung that song? There are no school yeah. shooters involved. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why I thought of him automatically. <laughs> Welcome what, to Sean From McVay? the I'm sick. I'm Vince Lobiondo here at my co-host Seamus Doyle. What's Pat up, O'Leary. What's How up? are you? Taylor over behind the desk. By the way, can we just like pretend uh, Stevie Nicks died? Just, just, just like <laughs> what? No. no, no, because no. Like, that no, is no, the song. No, don't you speak that into the world? Would it have been don't that you dare one? Speak that into the or world. Or Edge of Seventeen when she died. I mean, she. Uh, Dreams. You know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Continue with the goddamn show then. Well, here we are, <laughs> and uh, I figured we we got some stuff to talk about. The Eagles uh, won the Phillies. You know what they're going to do this offseason. We'll talk about that at the end. The Sixers still kind of in like a limbo rolling. period. They're kind of rolling, yeah, though. From the nosebleeds. Rolling, rolling, but, uh, rolling. Represented at the Eagles game. Yeah, I, I figured we'd start off real quick by uh, talking about our Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, slash that's our, nice. Our, slash our Thanksgiving Eve, because me and Seamus spent that together. I actually took some notes. Uh, and we never do the show about be- Thanksgiving. We never do the show before the show. <laughs> like Jockey Kate always says, never do the show before the show. So I take that advice seriously. But I mean, we did talk about some topics we were going to discuss, and I did make some notes about my Thanksgiving. But I'll get into that after you guys go because I mean there were a lot well, of figured sh- first, there's a lot of shit that went down. Chronologically, at my house. first Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, me and Seamus were together. Pat, what did you get up to? I was down in South Philly at my buddy's house, and then we ended up going to Fairmount. Fairmount we went to Urban Saloon. I love Which that place. was surprisingly completely empty. So we basically had the bar to Dude, ourselves. That place, like, <clears throat> I don't know how it is on a normal day because I've only been there oh, once. Mocked. But like on a on a game day for yeah. for like any of the sports, insane. It's nutty. It's nuts. That's yeah, what it's I hear. I was never there. Also, I'd say no free ads. My girlfriend's uh, cousin's fiance owns the bar, so uh, I'll it's give them a great free spot. ad. No, it's a great, great spot. Yeah. Shout out Urban Saloon. No, I, uh, good, good place. You didn't do well on Thanksgiving Eve, apparently, but that's okay. <laughs> Me and Seamus, meanwhile, over at uh, McGillan's. My first time, I was a McGillan's virgin. I've before that. I, honestly, I have like a love hate relationship with that yes. bar because yes. it's like fun, but it gets <clears throat> ridiculous. Well, you know the people that like first started going there were. Probably racist as fuck. <laughs> I mean, it was built in like what the 1600s, from what <laughs> they say. Something like that. Something like that. But my like, dude, honestly, it was pretty dead when for, I got there. Well, f- here's the thing though, and my brother Pat Doyle, friend of the show, uh, uh, executive bartender by the way at Pub Web, not an ad. Um, he told me that usually, typically, it makes sense for the city bars to not draw as many people on Thanksgiving Eve. Because it's more people are more so like people who people live in like home. the burbs. They're, home, yeah. they're at the you know the local yeah. bars and all. So I wasn't too shocked by McGillan's only because it's literally right next to City Hall. I, so I do thinking, agree. You know, like, businessmen and women probably I, I frequent there, like, right? I think like low key on Thanksgiving Eve, like you have the city bars and like you just said, they're not as packed for those reasons. I think you're more likely to find like for example, I'm from the Northeast. Like you're more likely to find like the Northeast bars right. packed yeah. as fuck because everyone's back. Yeah, well, I mean that's oh, how people it is. People are away for college. At like least. we always, you know how Pat and I like our favorite bar is Barnaby's in Havertown. Like Great bars bar. like that because it's like there's a lot of kids from Havertown, from Drexelville, just Delco in general, like that area, Broomall. 
like they'll all like meet together like it's all like the Archbishop Carroll grad so like they'll see like their friends from high school and stuff like that so yeah that's similar vibes at like yeah. Barnaby's and all those but, all uh, those local establishments McGillan's was like pretty dead comparatively and then it, it got crazy later on but like it was karaoke night so I guess like that was a good time. I, I, man. That threw me off because I kept thinking it was like a Friday or some shit because <laughs> right. it was Thanksgiving Eve. But it, it was had like, Friday vibes. It was just man. a normal Wednesday. It, first of all, like I want to talk about the karaoke experience. Let's. People were like the first couple people that went like had like professional singer voices, and I was like, holy shit! I thought this was like a fun <laughs> thing. How about I didn't my buddy? People were like dead ass serious. My man that went up there. And absolutely killed Jailhouse Rock. Uh, I mean, guy, he had the Elvis moves. If that guy didn't get fucked that night, yeah. he fumbled well, he was, uh, an dude, opportunity. Dude, he was a good you look, First of all, he was you a good looking been. dude. <laughs> good looking guy. Nice head of hair. But he starts, well, he like, bring he starts getting it. down, no, he man. Was, like He was legit he getting was looking down. good, and he was singing <laughs> yeah, extremely dude, well. Dude, my brother was like, his mouth was dude, watering. It started, and, <laughs> and his girlfriend, Aaron, had to be like, yo... You know, it started off with, like, with me, three buddy. people in a row, like singing their asses off, and then the f- like a fourth guy went, and this guy sang uh, "Whiskey Glasses" by Morgan Wallen. It oh was boy, horrible! Well, first so of I was all, like, all right, I now didn't think that would. Right, it feels I, better. I did, how long is that song, by the way? Very. I, I was like, dude, how it's long? Like three, is four minutes. There should be a limit. There were people doing like six minutes. Oh, dude, songs. the Adele <laughs> songs, dude. Listen, I love Adele. She's fine. I love her. She's great. But dude, you can't. You Someone, can't give me Adele like. Ballads at no. karaoke. Someone night, absolutely on, butchered man. "Killing Me Softly," which is like a fucking phenomenal <laughs> song, and like they butchered it. And then I, as you I do, got, you did phenomenal. I got man. drunk as I'm fuck. I'm serious. And like, listen, I'm only doing karaoke in front of a big ass group like that if I'm bombed. If so I, yeah. I waited dude, a while. You did so well. I was a couple pictures of uh, Bud Light in before I was like, all right, I'm gonna put my name in there. And then I did uh, Billy Joel you Vienna. Which was uh, that's just a great song. I was looking for a song that I figured it's people great. would sing along with and would know. I kind of finished that it up with it, man. Yeah, me and Seamus did a little bit of a duet. We, we did at the, the end outro. There, you know, we, split, we split the mic in Take the middle. Kick off. Uh, I, I followed up. I Seamus's brother, uh, Pat. He did. Uh, what song did he do? Oh, Elton John, your song. Yeah, he, he killed L- it as well. By the way, I mean that's also not. No, not well, a karaoke song. <laughs> I mean, neither is Vienna, to be fair. Yeah. But but Vince did such a phenomenal job with it. I also feel like Vienna is like more like people s- will sing along to it. <laughs> like they know it. Like yeah, the there's <laughs> not a lot of people that know that's it. That's actually though, especially like low key, age. That's like, low key a deep cut for like people our age. Yeah. Like I don't know. You know, it's also a big part of the whole karaoke thing. It's not even if you can sing good, it's if you can fucking stay on key. That's true. Yeah. And like oh, I, yeah. uh, Vienna is. Basic. It stays the same key the whole know, song. You gotta it get up there though a little bit. You know what I mean? I mean, they, no one's expecting Billy, Billy Joel. I mean, dude, he's me. like the Frankie Avalon of you know of <laughs> Billy Joel. But seriously, <laughs> how about we we got to give one shout out by the way to our friend Nick Sacco, who typically doesn't enjoy like performing in front of live studio audiences or bar audiences, dude. And he absolutely killed it. He's he's the man. He's like a quiet dude when he, yes when quiet I quiet guy. It shocked us. You guys first pulled up there, and like about like twenty minutes later. He was like, you going to sing? And I was like, eh, we'll see. I got to get drunker. He's like, yeah, I think I'm going to put my name in. And I like, laughed thinking he was joking. I and then th- he did it. And then I'm like, dude, I thought he was going to like rob the DJ or something. I didn't know what was <laughs> I, believe- I was like, why is he standing I, up I there? I believe he did good riddance uh, time yeah, of your yeah, life yeah. by uh, Green Day. Also, you know, you, you want to get in the holiday spirit? Think about all your dead relatives. Well, that's a you know, great song like, to do that because everyone knows it. Yeah, that oh. no, but that out of like every time you get to the fucking uh, chorus of that, everybody's gonna sing it with you 100. But dude, I was thinking so hard about doing it, and I was only going to do Glory Days. It's a bar. It's literally a bar song. Yeah. That would have been great, Seamus. But O'Leary that's also was the perfect night for that night. It had to have been me and O'Leary <laughs> because we became friends to that song. That's true. 
And it, you know, I, I couldn't was, have done it. I was torn on Vienna or uh, A Man Without Love by, I can't remember the guy's I mean, name. I don't know what the hell that is. You'd probably know it if you heard it. But I, I feel like every spot. day I wake up, sure. I start to um, I, I feel like it's, it's that random old, like, fucking 50s guy. Ingle, I don't remember. It's like Ingle, Yeah, yeah, it's like Hingle McCringleberry, it's but some, not actually. His name is fucking insane. Keep talking. I'm actually going to look it up. You know what I thought? Like, I, and maybe it did happen. Because, I don't know, our friend Eric and I were kind of, like, critiquing every single person that went up there and, like, <laughs> laughing in their faces if they were bad, but, like, not on Eric purpose. Eric no, 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 no. Eric, the guy who will never get up and do karaoke. But this guy's, that, but this this guy's funny. name is Engelbert Humperdick. Yeah. Humper, Humperdick? <laughs> There's a, it's D-I-N-C-K. Oh, hold on, so hold on. I don't know how to pronounce it. Dan, Dan, we actually have Dan Baker in studio. What, now batting for the Phillies, Inglewood Humperdick <laughs> Jr. No, but that's a bizarre name. But the one song that I wish was on... Uh, and Vince actually turned me back into a fan of the song. Was the uh, Mariah Carey? All I want. Uh, cr- oh, yeah. it's one of the best like, songs. Why ever. not sing that? that? I'm so happy that it's the holidays. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna get <clears throat> off this in a little bit. I'm so glad we're all on the same page as that because well, I you, think you brought me back. I think there's no dumber like just like I want to be a contrarian take than when people are like. <laughs> I hate, like saying they hate that song. I think it's because it's overplayed, Listen, it's, but it's also only played during the it's holidays. Right, it's only played a month out of the year, and and, so, and in July, dude. And, of course, well, yeah, First in July. on the twenty fifth. Listen, I don't care we're, what we're anybody says. I don't care how much people pretend to hate that song. When you are at a bar and you are you are like ten beers deep, twelve beers deep, and you are drunk as fuck in December. That's like a and you hear for those a couple bells chime in the beginning of that song. Oh, it's phenomenal. You are getting fired up, and the whole bar is going to be electric. I tell you what, that's I think one of the best bar songs. I will put that down. It might only be for a month, really, but it's one of the best bar I songs. I think I came to my senses after you, like, you planted a seed in me, like, last <laughs> holiday season. Bro, fucking do not <laughs> no, say no, that. No, 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 not like that. Sarah, by the way, I didn't mean that. No, but seriously, I think you really, you, no, I'm not, I'm going to go, know, I'm going to double down. You planted that seed in me. So deep in him. No, because <laughs> I remember last holiday you season. You went so deep in there. You got, you got in there so well. That has stayed since last all year. Right, all right, come on, get it. Say <laughs> no, it, say but, it, but say it. The last Christmas uh, cycle of From the Nosebleeds, you were say, like going on and on and on about, oh my God, it's the best song in the world. And I was like, I fucking hate it. <laughs> because like I, like, I only, I don't know, it annoyed me at the time. But then you're like, Seamus, when you're at a bar and you hear the, and then like, that Her is a beautiful that's voice. A, that's a peak. Like everyone's gonna sing. But I everyone's am, gonna dance. But dude, I am now a fan of it. Like sometimes it comes on at Barnaby's. Like when when you know Mac Miller is not playing for the thousandth <laughs> time because of O'Leary and Paradise's requests. But um, I've never once requested a song at Barnaby's. You have. No, I you haven't. did it. I, well, I don't remember it. You. I mean, dude, you were pretty <laughs> drunk. You and Michael were like, bro, go ask that guy to put on Mac Miller's. I want to hear it. So anyway, but now I. I mean, I do like that one now. Like you. Planted the seed. I'm sorry, you did. Well, I'm I'm glad I could be of so some we, service. But, but all right, and also to wrap up the Thanksgiving Eve, it was a fun night. Yeah, it was a fun night for all three of us. Oh, I wish I we could have been together. I got, I got one more story from Thanksgiving Eve. Oh boy. So now we, we were not with you, just so the no. people know. Vince and I were at a separate <laughs> location. <laughs> we uh we ended up going to Black Taxi, which is also in Fairmount, and I'm talking to these three guys that are sitting near the bar, and for some for some reason we started talking about 9/11. Oh, dude, that's right. Up. Dude, <laughs> and, you should have called me. And, and wait, 
and I said, you know, you guys should really listen to my podcast <laughs> <laughs> because all we do is talk about Philly sports at 9 11. And 9 And the guys were like, holy shit, those are like two of our favorite <laughs> topics. I'm telling you, dude. And they subscribed. They, they went on YouTube. They subscribed to the YouTube. They subscribed yeah. on whatever the fuck they listen to. I'm telling to. you, Taylor so, and Barchard and Quinn, they're like, stay away from the 9 11. I'm like, that's what the people want. So I, wanted, I just want to say shout out if you're listening to those guys. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, yeah, shout out. Shout out do you know their names? I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, listen, 9 11 enthusiasts. <laughs> that Pat met at the at the yellow cab black or whatever taxi, that, black, ca- black taxi black cat <laughs> we thank you for your service anyway to, uh, we can we don't even have to spend much time on this my thanksgiving was pretty pretty basic yeah i mean listen it was good. <laughs> all you have to say about it because I got some notes, buddy. No, I mean mine's fine. I ate good. I uh, was so, able. To so what did you have? Uh, turkey and turkey, sweet stuff. potato, all, pie? all the shit you'd expect. Plus, did like my family makes like a little, a little bit of Italian food, just some pasta. And Taylor, um, uh, this is not professional, but at some point, if you could listen to me real quick, uh, the Thanksgiving song by Adam Sandler. I, w- I want to play a little bit of it, a little bit of the audio because it's fucking hilarious. But we could do- save that for the end of the show. Thanksgiving song Adam Sandler is is not better than the Hanukkah songs. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I don't know how many he has of them, but he only has one Thanksgiving song and it's phenomenal. But uh, mashed potatoes were okay, Vince. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, are you a gravysman? Like, do you love the gravy? Like, do you put mm. it all over? Do you Not soak really. It? See, I well, first, soak Since the, he's Italian, you got to ask which kind of gravy. I mean, the, the brown one. <laughs> you know what I mean? As I've said before, I know that that's wrong, but it's just what we do. <laughs> I mean, let, I mean, what, what else would you call it? The, like, it's called gravy, the brown shit, right? Oh, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm talking the about The rest stuff is clearly sauce, but Italians are like, oh, gravy. <laughs> yes, that's, you know? that's what I was referencing. Tell me, I want to hear, you wrote notes. I need to hear your notes. I mean, honestly, they're not really all that interesting, <laughs> but um, I don't know if I could... Oh, that's from like ten shows ago. Um, I know everyone makes like <laughs> okay, here we go. and jokes about like, oh, you have to see my racist family, but like, so, thankfully, like that kind of shit doesn't come up at uh. So right, my right under the Aroldis, the Aroldis Chapman scouting report, free agent by the way, <laughs> is uh, Thanksgiving. I just jotted a couple notes down. Uh, Thanksgiving colon unconventional chicken wings, lots of beer, parades. That's all I did. Because my dad was like, hey, listen, I'm not a big turkey guy. Like, I know you guys, like, prefer chicken to turkey, which is true. I'm not going to lie. Like, fuck a turkey if we're going to be uh, honest. So Over, my dad made, meat. My dad made, like, 8,000 chicken wings. And they were the party-sized <laughs> wings. And he, he concocted all these different sauces. They were phenomenal. But we did have the mashed potatoes, the stuffing. My brother actually... Uh, broke his phone at McGillan's on Thanksgiving Eve, so getting him to our house was a whole thing. And my brother cooked food for us, like a shit ton of food, left it at his house. <laughs> so thank God my dad cooked the, the goddamn chicken wings and the fucking mashed potatoes and all, because my brother dropped the ball, although, you know. And his phone. I, and his phone. But I really do believe that he wanted to keep that... Um, the food that he cooked just for like the week, you know, for himself over there, which that's fine. Have, uh, you, you, had, know. have you had turkey wings? Turkey wings? No, no, I haven't. I saw Vince Quinn going to town on something on Instagram today, though. Did you see that? Like the, no. where, where, yeah, he posted. He was like, "Oh, dude, nothing better than Thanksgiving leftovers," and it looked like to me what it, was it a could only leg? be a, a turkey wing, because oh. it, it was like a thing that Josh Allen was eating on that that he they show it. That's a drumstick. Yeah, oh yeah, a drumstick. <laughs> So what's the difference between a drumstick and a turkey wing? Like a turkey wing is a flat equivalent for a turkey. Okay. Yeah, I've never had it. I'm sure I would like it, you know? But it's a giant chicken wing, basically. Okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, we had fun with the chicken wings. 
It was, I mean, I ate about 80,000 of them. Well, as long as you had fun. I, dude, I honestly, man, I not surprisingly, I woke up like a little drunk from the night before. And I put on the thanks the Philadelphia Thanksgiving Day Parade, just as like Santa Claus was coming in the grand finale. I cried a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like I used I, to sing in that. No, because I know, but I, I think you told me that. <laughs> yeah. But either way, like I started crying when I saw Santa and Mrs. Claus because it was like, oh my god, dude, I want to be a child again. I want to believe in magic and everything else. And dude, You're I just think, like children. No, yeah. dude, I was just crying because I got sentimental because Christmas. I'm like, oh my god, there's Santa. It's finally here, Christmas. And but then it was, was Thanksgiving, like, so it I'm, wasn't there I'm yet. 26. None of this applies to me. <laughs> and then, dude, I don't know, man. The, the guests that they had at that Thanksgiving parade, man, man, we we are lacking w- when, when it comes to guests compared to New York City. New York City had Mariah Carey perform that goddamn song live. <laughs> and Philadelphia had the best is Rick Williams from Channel 6 goes, and now a live performance from Smokey Robinson. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm like, all right, listen, I love Smokey Robinson, okay? So I'm going to figure, I'm hammered, so I'm like, all right, no, let's go. Don't. So I called my dad, and I was like, yeah, Smokey Robinson performing at the goddamn parade. And sure enough, it's a clearly pre-recorded, probably last Christmas, 9,000-year-old Smokey Robinson in front of, like, a, a green screen with, like, fake reindeer around him. He's, like, singing one of his songs that he sings. I'm thinking this is going to be Smokey Robinson, like, singing Santa Claus come to town. They're going to bring Bruce out and Clarence Clemens Ghost and all sorts of Didn't shit. did the Blue Notes perform? Yeah. Also pre-recorded. Oh, it was? That? Also pre- I was like, what the fuck? New York City could have Mariah Carey on a goddamn float at 7 City. in the morning. Well, she's okay? also not 9,000 years old. She's a queen, though. I mean, she shouldn't be getting up and at that time in the cold. And that's, like, the corporate corporate. I, I understand it, Taylor, but this is the city of brotherly love. Thanksgiving was started in Philadelphia. Uh, they don't want you to know that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was very disappointed with the Philadelphia parade outside of Santa Claus. And Cecily Tyne that I got to see in the morning, which was, oh, you know, always nice. She unfollowed me on Twitter for various right. reasons. I don't know why. <laughs> All right, but, let's uh, move on. Yeah, All let's right. move on. Um, Pat, anything to say about your Thanksgiving? No, it was good. And just went over Evan's house, ate yeah, a bunch yeah. of food. So you go over your friend's house for Thanksgiving. This is well, we've done it the last two years because we hate most of our family anyway. Okay, then. No, so wait, does he hate his family too? <laughs> no, no, no. Then, okay. no it's like he, his like aunt and uncle. He has a smaller family. Okay, like I was going to say, Irish like, family. is there any but marriage no, I mean, with a Turkish, you know, family <laughs> or something? Only because he's Armenian. Uh, that could no, cause. But the, I mean, the main reason, we, main reason we've been doing it is just because like. Everybody on both sides of our family always does like their own things because okay. within their immediate families. So then, like we, the past couple of years, like we're just like, oh, we'll go over to Evans. That's nice. You know, I like not? that. Evans a great His guy. His mom loves to cook. She's a phenomenal chef. Yep. So, um, yeah, we just go. I we believe go Evan over there. came on the from the news bleeds. No, nah, never has. No, never has. Never has. You know he what came he did? On he one went of the, to the uh, FDNBs after dark. Yes, and he also went to a watch party when uh, Bell and the Bourbon yeah, was yeah, yeah. were doing it at Henry James Saloon. We, no, it was Trills. Oh, that was Trills? Was Sixers game. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Oh, but um, no, I mean, it was a great time. Good food. Can't complain. That's good. So, you know, um, did did your parents, like, say, you know, you can't drink so much? or No. I was were just, they annoying? I was, I was think, just. Come on, they know better than that. <laughs> no. no I'm, joking. I'm joking. I just didn't get that. I actually drove home. Did you drive? I, I was literally too stuffed to drink. Okay. And I was, like, half asleep from the night before. Really? So. I stayed up until six o'clock in the morning the night before. So Pat and I killed a uh, a case of Bud Light, and then ate some more, and then we're like kind of sober. So we went next door and did some shots. Yeah, <laughs> I got some videos. I know. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was dude. My brother was bombed. He he was playing like Bruce Springsteen on the jukebox. I'm like, all right, dude, you you can stop. <laughs> you know, I'm not that much of a loser. <laughs> <You> all <know>? right. <laughs> well, 
Shout uh, out Patty Bombs. Thanksgiving 2022. Yeah, so our oldest Chapman, um, <laughs> we got Christmas next up. But uh, for now, uh, let's talk about the gift that keeps on giving. And that is the our Philadelphia Eagles. ERAs. No, oh. not the Eagles. Oh, sorry. Our we'll get to that Chapman. later. Yep. The Philadelphia Eagles. He shot Eagles. people. So as uh, we all know, the... <laughs> The Eagles are. I'm pretty sure he like the, shot the, at his ex girlfriend. I, I don't care. The Eagles have. Oh, uh, it's of care about people getting shot. Right up the breast. Wow. Right that one down. Wait, the Eagles right, right, right up the breast and one, and they just beat the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football. I was there. Why the are you lake. yelling at me? I'm just yelling in general over all the Aroldis Chapman talk. Well, I mean, dude, I, listen, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, fuck, can we forget about this? What was it like to be in the building? Dude, here? it was fucking electric. And I want to dispel this notion that I've been hearing on various talk radio ar- around the city the past couple weeks is that the energy at the link is not, you know, how it should be or anything like that. That's bullshit. I can't speak from last week or the week before or whatever. I could speak from this game against Green Bay. It was absolutely electric the entire night, loud as hell for, you know, an 820 game. You know, you're it's after Thanksgiving. People might be a little hungover from Thanksgiving and the holidays People and everything. Going back home. Dude, traveling. it was absolutely electric on every play. On every play when the uh, this is obviously a deep a defense down. Okay, we love our deep. We love our deep. The most revered players in Eagles history are defensive players. Can, do we agree with that? Do we agree uh, with that? That's true. For the most yes. part. Randall I mean, Cunningham. that's... Oh, come on, dude. He is not beloved yeah. as compared I to... I don't like, know. To my dad's generation, oh my he God. was extremely uh, beloved. Dude, He's my dad's favorite well, I mean, player top, of all dude, time. Dude, this city worships defensive like players. Brian Dawkins and Reggie Williams. I mean, they are the, the, the people. Yeah, that's 1A, 1B. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, listen, man. I'm not trying to bust your balls or anything, man. I'm trying to make a point. I don't know, T.O. is number one When Jonathan Gannon's defense was on the field the entire night, it was fucking electric. Everybody was on their feet. I mean, screaming. The the, the PA announcer down there, God God bless his heart, okay? You don't know who it is? He's no goddamn... No, I don't know his name. He's horrible. He's not Dan Baker. I mean, he is horrible. No, dude, he is the most... I'm just surprised you don't know who it is, Because he's the most generic, like, and third down tackled by... I'm like, dude, I don't want to hear that. I'd rather hear another Philadelphia Eagles first down. That was great. Dan Baker just get hired between all the teams. Dude, you nah, know Matt he, Cord can no, say. you know he was the PA announcer for the for the Eagles for years. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. actually didn't know. Yeah. That. In fact, most Eagles games you're at as a child, that was Dan Baker. Well, I didn't go to an Eagles game until I was about thirteen years old. Yeah, he same. was there. He was actually, there. Until I was Yeah. I didn't go until I was in college for the first really? time. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, it was electric. I mean, Aaron Rodgers got absolutely. Uh, what the hell's the name, Taylor, of that um, of that player on the Packers that gave me the finger? Because I was literally sitting right there. He, there, there was a player on the uh, on the Packers that went like this when he was coming off the oh, field. Oh, Jair Alexander. Yeah, Jair Alexander. I saw that live. I was like, "You son of a bitch!" But I started laughing because I thought it was pretty funny because the entire stadium was just murdering him with words. But dude, it was electric. There this is was, there is nothing like an Eagles game. This like, was one. It, of it those, is the best environment in the of, world. This was one of those games where, like, as a neutral fan, they probably had so much fun watching this game. But like, as a fan of one of the teams, like, it was 
fucking annoying. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, if you're neutral, watching a fucking shootout is awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you're the goddamn, when you're an Eagles fan, it's like, oh, we well, score, but then, like, fuck. Can, they, can we they talk about, too. like, how horrible the, the, the uh, special teams are? Like, uh, how okay, horrendous they are? Yeah, we're going to. And how that. And I'm just saying, like, I, I, we could talk about it more later if you want, but, like, no, I was gonna get th- this it. is the kind of shit that, like, will kill you in the we playoffs. Can, I mean, we'll, they, yeah. they, they will lose in the playoffs because of that. We'll they start there. We'll, we'll talk about Whatever all, the hell that guy's we'll name. We'll talk about all units. What's it, like, Barry or something? Whatever the, the special teams coach no, name is? I don't is. fucking know. Dude, he's, he's got to get his shit we'll together, dude. We'll talk about all facets of the team, but, yeah, we can start and get the negative out of the way first. Horrible. Because clearly... Clearly, special teams is not uh, in sync with the rest of the team. It's embarrassing. I I don't know what it is. Like at some point, I'm assuming Nick is gonna take more like responsibility in coaching that because clearly that's one of those things. Like you leave it to your special teams coordinator, and it's not it's not working. Well, I'm just surprised too because in the beginning of the year they were a bright spot. I mean, you had like a guy like Zach McPherson who's getting. Special teams player of the week, yeah. and they're making great plays down the field. They're trapping people. Well, someone made a good point that like it seems like, and I'm sure other teams do this too. The Eagles special teams unit is full of players that are like developing. Like for example, yeah. Kobe Dean. Yeah. You don't. There are not really any special teams players on the Eagles. Mm-hmm. No, th- no, like, there's not. And, and that's like, why like you for hear example, people say uh, throw Smith back there. What was that? I can't remember the who was the special teams captain the year we won the Super Bowl. Cannot remember his name. I'm sure Taylor from uh, Bell and the Bourbon will remember. Oh, uh, KGH. Yes. Camille uh, uh, Grugier Hill. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Like, he was a special teams guy, and he was a fucking stud at what he did. No, he was good. And, like, you don't have a kick return. You don't have a, uh, sorry, you don't have a kick returner or a punt returner. I mean, they Boston moved. Scott. Boston yeah, Scott. Yeah, Boston finally, Scott finally Which I've returner. been saying, Boston Scott. Yeah. It made no sense why I took this On long. the show, you've been saying it. I'm also, someone made this point on Twitter, and I'm kind of just running with Twitter points at this point but i do agree with Dude, this that's the bit. world we live in don't worry about it Dude, i don't know what you guys think and like yes obviously you're putting him at risk to get hurt more De- you Devonte smith m- might be a good option to start returning but kicks. a but, terrible idea but, no 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 yeah, that's a you, bad idea when when dallas goddard is healthy tower you have nobody back when there, dallas man. goddard is healthy nobody boston scott's on, way better when, yes when when dallas goddard is healthy at best, Devontae Smith is your third pass catching but option. This, exactly, but this Why is not great and all. But, but I don't it's not crazy. Put this guy in a fucking hospital. I'm, listen, bed. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's a. Is no, that, I, I hear that. It's a viable option. He's not option. that big of a guy. No. I'm just, Why would you put a guy that's not that? Put big? Sue back there, honestly, man. You know. <laughs> listen, I'm happy well, with Boston Scott. I'm just saying, if put you were Linval Joseph, back if you there. were really in a pinch, like putting your third <laughs> pass catcher there isn't like I'd rather put Kez. an absurd thing. I'd rather put Kez at that point be because okay he's less that. of an impact. You know what you do? You grab OBJ and then you put the we'll, put Smith we'll back there. We'll talk about Kez in a minute because he had a big game. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know, dude. It's like at the you said it best. Like at some point, this will come and fuck you because you don't have a, you don't really have a kicker turner unless Boston Scott is going to be the guy from now on. And also like. The fucking this is why I we're gonna talk about defense. I don't think they had the worst night despite letting up thirty three points because how many times did the special teams allow the, the a forty spe- or fifty yard kick return? And that's exactly and what and my, my, turnovers and big returns. You're giving the fucking your, the defense is playing on a short field. Like, that's exactly yeah. what obviously my the, friend that I went with he said he literally said like dude the defense has no chance on half of these drives. And then Reed, Reed Blankenship we'll talk about the defense more. He came in he made a great play interception. He also well, he's going to need to step up. He was up. also solely responsible for that Christian Watson touchdown. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. oh yeah your boy <laughs> Christian Watson. I, We'll I was like, God damn it, he scored, but we he will, shouldn't have scored We'll there. talk about him in a minute. But yeah, Reed Blankenship, like, he, 
props to him. No one expects him to come in and be a shutdown. But you can't. He, he allowed a huge touchdown. That was ridiculous. Much that was like kind of so inexcusable. Like, we're, we're kind of transitioning here into the defense by talking this way, but. Like, I don't think the defense had the worst day because of those sure. extenuating factors. Like, again, everyone's so eager to kill Jonathan Gannon. And again, I'm not, like, going to die on the hill of, like, he's great or anything. I that think wasn't on him. And we've killed him on the show. But, but like, I mean, that wasn't solely on But, like, on. yeah, what, as a defensive unit, there's not much you can do you when, can't. like, again, you said fumbles. And uh, AJ, I know it's going to chalk up to him being sick or whatever and, like, I hope he gets better. Dude, that his eye. I couldn't but look he's at gotta his, stop. He's got to stop fumbling. Goddamn eye. Stop fumbling, please. Yes, yeah. Stop it. Oh, that was horrible. But like that, the kickoff returns, it's just like you put the defense in a really tough spot. And I mean, mm-hmm. they, they still, again, as much as people kill Gannon, like they're still leading the NFL in turnover, in turnovers, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure they're still at that point, uh, which, yes. by the way, it sucks to see CJ, GJ yeah. go down, which that led sucks. to uh, Reed Blankenship in there. That sucks. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a little bit till he's back with a... Uh, I forget exactly what they said. Kidney laceration. Yeah, that's he leads the league in interceptions, too. Absolutely. That's a big loss. He's having the biggest year of his fucking career at this point right now, and he's huge for this defense. And like, he's Dude, just I a, just hope he's, he's a big-time energy guy. On, on, the, on uh, New Year's? I will, I'll be there. Against the Saints, right? I will against be there, his old yeah. squad? I hope he's there for Christmas Eve. I, against yes, the Cowboys. Yeah, but that, but that, is, that is a huge... That's more important, yes. honestly. <laughs> I mean, hopefully that doesn't mean anything, but it looks like it probably yeah. will. Yeah. I mean, there's not, like, too much to say. Uh, the, I will say this, actually, about the defense. I am not – I'm not in, like, fear that we lose the game I'm about to talk about. But, like, watching watching the defense struggle with A.J. Dillon, because A.J. Dillon is, like, a tough runner. He's big. Dude, he was running all over the place, man. Pounds. That doesn't make he was me killing you. the most confident about playing Derrick, Derrick Henry. Henry yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's going to But you eat. also got to think about Derrick Henry. Listen, honestly – it does, but it doesn't because the way A.J. Dillon runs is a little bit different than Derrick Henry. He will go to the outside more. Derrick Henry is more just straight, straight at up the you. middle. Yeah. But so if you just fucking plant, plus Jordan Davis most likely back. So yeah, if you just that's, plant that's huge. like Jordan Davis and Linvale Joseph in yes. the middle there, Derrick Henry's not getting and through then you, And then you well, swap and sue. I'm still not worried about yeah. the Titans because uh, fucking Ryan Tannehill's a thing. bomb. We, like, we, that's... That the, the Matt Henry thing scares me. Obviously, if you let Dylan run all over you, I mean, it's it's not at home. That that's a red yeah. flag, n- no doubt. It, but also, this is the same defense that limited pretty well uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. So I don't know, man. No, I, listen, I'm not saying like we're gonna. I'm all I'm saying is that performance, AJ like, revenge game, scared. you know, <laughs> it, it made me a little bit nervous. Like, cause sure, I, I just have a feeling we're gonna get. Dude, he some, ran all like, over you. I have a feeling we're gonna get some huge Derrick Henry runs where he probably breaks, like four tackles. And I he's also, I mean, he's one of the best running. Backs in the league. It's oh gonna happen. He's, he's, he's one of the best running backs. I, I want to get my fantasy points, but I want to, you know, hold him in check a little so bit. That's too. really all I have to say about the defense. Um, I wish they would have done a little bit better against the run. I mean, on the other side, like it's Aaron Rodgers. Like I know he's not having the year he's been having, but like he's still it's still Aaron Rodgers. He's still able sure. to make throws and like. Oh, I'm, I'm who, not, had, I'm, who had a lot of success at the link. Not going to take a victory lap because uh, it was a touchdown that was led on by a walk on. Uh, or a practice squad, undrafted right. rookie guy. But you did call but it. Kirsten, I, I've been, Kirsten Watson is fucking good. He's yeah. fast, I man. mean, dude, dude. He is fucking fast. You know, he was given that, you know. Yes. But all I'm saying is Kirsten Watson is going to, like, go on to have a decent career. He is fast as fuck. And I mean, he's got he's Rodgers good. for he's the good. next three years. He's, so. certainly yeah. got, he's certainly got the tools. He's good. He's got the makeup. So. Uh, then we got the offense. So that's that biggest night for them, obviously. I mean, I don't remember what was it, three hundred and sixty-three yards on the ground. But yep. I, they had over five hundred yep. yards of total offense. This why was the why most are there so many people like in Philadelphia, like prominent 
sports pundits that this are talking about oh, how horrible yeah, it is that Jalen Hurts is using his I legs. I can't wait to talk about this in a second. Why? B- I can't wait to I talk mean, about this. I mean, these are Philadelphia people but that, that think it's a ho- horrible it thing, was including ex-Eagles, by the way. They're just like, game, oh, he keeps using his legs. This yeah, game and he's is now uh, winning. The, the record, the franchise record for most uh, rushing yards in mm-hmm. a game. Or I don't know if it's the franchise. No, no, no. It's the second. It's the it's the second. most they've had since 1983. Yeah, what what like is that. this narrative though that it's such a horrible right, thing? Let's get into that. So uh, Jalen obviously has like over 100 yards rushing in the first quarter, and he ends up with a Eagles franchise record for rushing, which is crazy because you gotta you gotta you're talking about a franchise that that has had Randall Cunningham throughout their Michael, entire Vick, existence. Vick, yeah. so like, Donovan McNabb, and, and it was it's up there. I think it's like top six or seven in like all time uh, quarterback Vick? rushing. Did games. we mention Michael Vick? Yeah, Michael Vick. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you have a bunch of people in the city and on the radio and shit who right now are running with this narrative of like, like, if you think that this is going to be the way to like, Vic, if you think that this is the way to win, like you're wrong, like look at last year, all they relied on was the running game and yada, yada, yada. And like, this is not going to lead you to be a successful team. Have these people never heard of just doing what the weakness of the other team like is? Like, play on that weakness. You go into the game. Everyone fucking knows for years now the Packers have been a terrible, awful rush defense. So you come into the game, and you clearly see from a very early point it's working. Running the ball, whether it's Jalen, whether it's Miles, who had a huge game. Shout out to Booby. It was working. Here's the thing, So, though. like, why... In the minds of these people, did they think that Nick Sirianni, just for the fucking, just for the thrill of it, should be like, you know what, this is working amazingly, but I'm actually going to turn away from this. But guess what, they would, they would rip him for for that if it didn't work. Well, no, that's the thing I want to talk about. It's like, if you look, it's a weird narrative, dude. If you specifically look at last year, everybody was calling for them to run the ball because they weren't running the ball. (laughs) Yeah. Now they're and running then, the goddamn ball. And then in one game, by the way, in one game they've done yeah. this. And then, this was the first win on, relied on running game. Last year, as soon as they started running the ball, they started winning. Yeah. More consistently. Remember, Nick Sirianni said he, he would go in the Wawa, and everyone was telling yeah. him to run the ball. Yeah, I, and he, he said, "I finally listened, and it worked." Well, yeah. I and then he finally does it a bunch this year because we have the best fucking O line in football. And everybody, everybody's like, it's because they don't have shit else to talk well, about because the dude, team's so fucking good. I, I always <laughs> say that that's got to be the worst time for like Philadelphia sports like talk shows is when like all the sports are doing well. Yeah. yeah. And, and they well, will say, oh, no, because it's good for the I, No, dude. Like, because they don't have, have shit to talk about or get controversial about, about. Except for special teams. Yeah. The fucking, say, the fucking tweet I, ESP put out today, too, with the fucking passing yards. I wanted to oh, just dude. sock his disgusting well, little that face. Whole, that whole, I shouldn't say He's this, but that whole station has a narrative. Yeah. It's a weird. Weird, weird narrative against Jalen Hurts and his running game and the the entire offense running the ball is bad, bad, bad. Well, when, I, what when I was going to say 10 is, and one, it's so a weird. Every single person says it. A point they keep sewing in, and like I agree with this point, is that like you're going to go as far as like your passing game takes you, and I completely agree with that. But I don't think that this game is like some indication that going forward it's going to be an extremely run heavy offense. They're just t- they just took advantage of what the defense mm-hmm. in front of them was giving them. That's like yeah. yes, you exactly are gonna, what you're supposed to do. You're going to go sport. Yes, you're <laughs> going to go as far as the run game, t- the, the pass game takes you because this is a passing league. But one game where you run the ball a lot against a team that's weakness is r- run defense. It doesn't suddenly mean By the, the way, team is changing philosophies Vince, to only run now. Wait, did we, did we win or lose that game? It, you would think you we won lost. the goddamn game. And then like we were talking about Jalen on the ground, Jalen. Jalen also had two touchdowns in the air. One, yes. to, one to Quez, who had a great they, they game. They won't talk about that, And though. one to A.J. Brown, who that was kind of a, you know, a makeup for the fumble. They, they won't talk about that. It's uh, like, dude, there, there's other things you can 
that you can discuss on this team that yeah. could be an issue down the line. Like, I mean, the defensive line honestly could be an issue down the line. Well, the special yeah, teams like could be an Jordan issue. Jordan Davis the line. coming back is going to help that. But special as far teams, as teams, yes. But as far as this being a rush-heavy offense or it's not, and that killing them, it's a made-up. I, I, I don't get that narrative. I I don't know if it's I don't know if they actually believe it. But I mean, if they do, they must not like understand how sports work. Dude, there there is some nuance of Jalen taking unnecessary hits. I agree with that. I agree yeah. with that. He 100. should get down. He should yes. get down more. But but. But, but he also but didn't Taylor, take as many unnecessary hits as he had in the past. Like last year, sure, he was yeah. definitely taking but a Taylor, lot more. They are beating he, this he thing is, into the ground. Dude. There were some hits. But he he's also he's also learning how to take more care of his body. Was there a couple this week? Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, he was also trying to get to a spot so that we could actually set up the next fucking play. He was, he was trying to reach for a first down. He was trying to actually get to the first down marker. Like, but all day, I'm gonna always respect that. I'm I'm not gonna be incredibly happy about no. it because I don't want him to get hurt. But that's like a genuine concern. But they, yeah. but they're not just talking about that. They're they're just like beating this thing into the ground yeah. as if we're like like one in ten. Well like it, I said it, I don't understand. Like, quarterback hits just add up very quickly. That's yeah. I no I, I definitely agree with that. I want him to get down more. It's just like I said, I don't understand this narrative of people thinking This is a quarterback that, that is literally leading in an MVP well, uh yeah besides Pat Mo- take Pat yeah, he's Mahomes top out two. of it. He's top two. And he's a developing quarterback. Like and he's twenty four years like old. Like I said, it doesn't make any know. sense that like this narrative. We're not we're not suddenly gonna only run the ball. They've trusted Jalen to throw the ball plenty this mm-hmm. year, but you had a defense in front of you that was giving you that, so you took right. that. Shout yeah, out to Miles getting, Sanders. If you're getting six to nine yards of carry, yeah. why the fuck wouldn't you run? At, at this point, like, w- what do you do with Miles Sanders? Like, is he gonna get a better offer elsewhere, I or do you think Howie wants to? I mean, I would just keep him, dude. It sucks because at this like, point, and I, I was off the Miles Sanders, bring him back. Someone, thing, someone said it on Twitter. Miles Sanders is the Reese Hoskins of the Eagles. Uh, he's yep. hold on, let me finish. He's like he's that much guy, more productive. He's that though. guy you want to love, but he's Isn't so inconsistent. I, I'm waiting for a Reese Hoskins well, like 300 Seamus, Seamus, think batting of it, average, think of it this forty way. home run. Think year. of it this way. He's more consistent, but like. The Much NFL season is also way shorter, so the games where you're bad matter more. In like you get what I'm Apple, saying. Apples to oranges, and though. I, right? But the reason why he's the Reese Hoskins of the Eagles is because he's that lovable guy that everyone wants to like, but he's too damn inconsistent. inconsistent. Yeah, I if, could see that. If Miles Sanders could play like the Tobias like Harris fraction of, the world. of this every week, he there would be no like running back by committee mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. No, he's, he would be the guy. So I hate I I hate and I love when he shows you a game like this because I love it because. It means we probably win the game, and I hate it because I'm like, God damn it, Miles! Like, yeah. why well, can't yeah, you do the, this more often? The thing yeah. with him is like, when he's good, he's good. When he yes. is not good, it is very glaringly bad. A- absolutely, like, literally, <laughs> no, that's no. actually a good. One. No, like literally, it's like because like if he doesn't see a hole that literally I can see sitting on my fucking couch right in front of him, yeah. and just like sits there and like deer in headlights and just gets tackled. Why like, does Philadelphia have one of each? Well, I mean, one of those type of players <laughs> on every single team. On every, every team, every team, on every contender. every team probably does. Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, but I mean, dude, but it, we just it, tend it to zero like, in them man, more because like, we're actually more committed sports fans than most other markets. Are. I guess, but it's like, dude, <laughs> like I don't know, like, what, what, not to get onto the Sixers, but like when you saw what Tobias Harris did in the playoffs last year, like him, like literally carrying you through games yeah, and series, yeah. and then to see him just be absolutely abysmal for weeks at a time as well, and when you see Reese Hoskins He's go, on, go right on, to, yeah, he is. And when you see Reese Hoskins go on like a month tear of just like tearing the cover off the ball and then three months down. And then when you see Miles Sanders doing pretty much the exact same thing, it's kind of it's frustrating. Yeah. And you don't know what to do with players like that when contract years comes. And it's like there's nothing you can do with Tobias except for trade him because of that horrible deal that he signed that, you know, good for him. But whatever. 
But then it's like Miles is in a walk year. Reese is in an arbitration year. He's going to be a free agent after next year. What the fuck do you do with these guys? It sucks. Like my, I mean, mile, I don't have to make the decisions. The miles thing is, is pretty tricky. Yeah, uh, I guess unless you're looking to like draft or acquire another. I, I would not. I would love to bring him. I, back. I don't. It's I don't really do, want do, you to. Think, do you think they just bring him back, Taylor? No. I'm gonna be honest. I've been like one of his biggest supporters so over the past. So who's who's just who's two, gonna be RB one next year? Who gives uh, a shit? Kenneth, Kenneth yeah. Gainwell. I will. How good is that O line? <laughs> our line could our line could make anyone work to be that's, that's, that's the whole thing. Also, it's like, like I don't mean this as a drag yeah. the way that people on uh, twi- Twitter do. Hopefully, like, Kelsey retires. But like, I'm also, only joking. Like RB one is uh, is hurts. Like no, I know. Like, that. Little, realistically, but no, I agree with you. It would be a problem a little bit, but we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Like I, you guys know, I've been like one of big, like Booby's biggest supporters over yeah. the last three I mean, years. You, I sure. would not resign him. That's your name on goddamn Twitter. That was just because of a joke, but yes. <laughs> goddamn no, I mean, Twitter. Just name. like it's. He's like no, I know. he's like whatever. He's not like a stud. He's not like a game changer. He's not a guy you spend too much money on. Exactly. So right, it's like l- if we can get him for the right price, it's kind of cheap. I'll sure. Why let's the fuck say not? We're, just, we're in Arizona, the very last game of the year. Hopefully, we we uh we outduel Patrick Mahomes, and Miles Sanders has a fucking huge game. What if he tears his ACL? You bring him back. You have no. to. No. Would no, you no, would, no. would you rather sign a uh, Gardner Johnson or Miles Sanders? Gardner Gardner yeah. Johnson. Okay, well, depending on if the, uh, the kidney the grows back, that's the answer. Honestly, the scenario you just Jaylen. the scenario you just laid out actually makes it even worse for the Eagles because his asking price probably goes up. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if he has like a career, I mean, obviously if he, hypothetical. If he goes crazy in the playoffs, I can guarantee you he will not be on the team. Next I year. would. I think uh, <laughs> yeah. Gardner Johnson has much more of an impact on the defense yes. than Miles does the offense. Yes. So please, I'd rather sign him. Can't yeah. have both. The Jets so. are going to yeah, give me. The Jets are going to build around. Um, another player. They tried, that with, they tried that with Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> uh, another <laughs> yeah, player on the offense I want to bring up, and like, and we tried like, that with Demarco Murray. Not that like worked, shit on him well. or anything, but like, um, AJ Brown. So AJ Brown obviously came into this week sick, and he was having know, a rough go. He, he, he lost like seven pounds. Yeah, he lost. He popped the blood vessel in his eye and Which shit. Which I didn't need to see that, AJ. But I come finished, on, man. I, I want to say something. Like, everyone's kind of like automatically giving him like. Like a pass for like the fumble, but like you fumbled last week too, yeah. and like if you're if you're well enough to play football, just take the field. Let yeah. alone he ended up scoring a touchdown. Like don't don't do a dumb don't have a dumbass fumble like that. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm not trying to like kill AJ. He's amazing. He's the mm-hmm. fucking most skilled player yeah, can, on our you can, team. You can rip him for that, but like but it's like two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row he does that. And that. But that's why and I feel like it's fair to rip him. Yeah, yeah. And I get a that bit. he is the yak god pretty much in the league. Let's be honest. But yep. I get that he wants to get those up extra he, well, couple yards yakking. and all that shit. Unfortunately, hold, yeah, hold on to the ball. No, no, no. But just at some point, go down. Just go down. Or that. Just go down. Like if if you can pretty much if you have three people on your legs and your or your body or anything just at that point hug the ball and just fall. Yeah, I don't really now, fucking now care at that point. I don't care about the extra like yard said, or two. Had t- I'd rather have the ball. He had a touchdown. He felt like he was good enough to suit up to play. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I, not that I don't. Oh, I don't want to hear that excuse. But like a little bit, like I don't want to hear that excuse when it comes to that fumble. I mean, if you're active. You're active for a reason, yeah. And it happened, and also, like, like you a, said, it happened two weeks like in a row. A play like that could very well negatively affect you in a shootout, like we were in. Mm-hmm. That could have easily went the other way. Exactly. That could have easily killed you. So I'm not trying to kill AJ too much. It's not like I fucking hate him or anything. I just, no, I, I mean, I'm not giving. I him just a pass want him to occasionally go down. Yeah. He's in that kind of situation, just go down, get a knee down. Who care? Like I think he goes off this week, dude. He, oh, he Can, definitely will. It's good you know what's see. another thing? That's I, what I'm saying, man. Another thing I feel like is worth mentioning about like the whole uh, oh we're a running team now. 
the offense was obviously, obviously going to change when Dallas Goddard went down. Yeah. He will be back, and the offense will go back to what it was. But, like, you're missing maybe, listen, uh, obviously AJ, but, like, maybe your most, like, important player outside of Jalen Hurts on your offense. Like, Dallas Goddard kind of does a little bit of everything. He's Second best tight end in the league. He's, he, he, he really is important to this offense. No, he's a he fucking is. cornerstone. So, like, are people surprised that the offense looks a little different without a guy who is essential to your offense? Yes, well, no, because they people are stupid. Yeah. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> I mean, like, I, think we, I like, think everyone in this pump, room expected to look a little different. Pump the fucking brakes on all the shit about how the offense is on a downward spiral. Like, yeah, it's we, not. When yeah, we're shame. back at full health, we will be fine. I'm sorry. Taylor, get WRP on the phone and tell them that. Yeah, that's... Since, yeah. you know, you used to work there. Yep. Is, is there not something to say that the amount of talent on this team besides Dallas, it should have looked a little better No, than I think that? that's a fair point, too, because A.J. Brown's a star, and you have a great receiving core. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, there, there's definitely that to it. A tight end, your number one tight end, if he's not Travis Kelsey, it shouldn't have that much of an impact on your offense, negatively. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, no, I, also, I agree I with that, but also, dude, I mean, Dallas was also is also a big part of this offense to begin with. So I don't know. I don't know if that's like a Sirianni problem, like with play calling, or, or a, a Steichen problem. I don't know. Like they don't know how to function without <laughs> Dallas Goddard. I don't think that's what it is. Yeah, know. it's just I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. When he does come back, though, I really hope to see uh, them get Devontae involved more. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he's kind I of. I feel been, like there's been like well, aside AJ, from the aside it, from it, that, it, it AJ's been kind it, of abysmal. It too. shouldn't take Goddard being out for Devontae to. No, I agree. Minimize. No, this I agree. Match. That's a fair point, Taylor. Yeah. Actually, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, it mean is. I wouldn't be surprised if Shane sure, Steichen sure not, it changes that, your offense, which is crazy. Of course, even after a successful year, if one of your starters like that is out for an extended period of time, that changes up. it. But yeah, next man up. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I do agree, also. But I don't. They, they have to figure it out. I think a lot of this obviously is play calling. It's coaching. It's I, I don't know because the talent's there. So you know, absolutely. Who does that fall on? Um, Sirianni, I mean, a lot of people have been saying like he hasn't had like a phenomenal year. I th- you know I think I mean? he's like, been good outside of the Colts game. Yeah, and also like I, I'm a. This is gonna sound. Are you happy like with Steichen? Should, should he be getting a little bit even, more out of this offense? I feel. Uh, yeah, I guess. Like I don't even really know on how paper to, this offense. I don't even is know like how to properly probably cri- the second most dominant offense yeah. in the NFC. I don't know how to properly like critique Steichen to be honest. No, I know, but like, but like yeah, he, it, yeah. it does fall on him to get but the like, most out of his offense. Here's a, this is a story about. Nick. And I don't think you've been getting like somebody said. Somebody says it every week, not to cut you off, but somebody says it every week. A player every week on the Eagles, and it might be a cliche thing, but. Every week, someone says we have not played our best game offensively. Oh, we just, have not been no, gelling as a unit. That. I'm they just saying, say like, that. but I think that's true though. Like with with this offense, I don't think you've seen a complete offensive game from yeah. them. Yeah, yeah but no, you also like, just understand. But they that, also have to figure quote, it out. That quote is usually just Jalen trying to say to the guys, "Let's keep fucking fighting." But it's not. But, I know it's not just Jalen, and they might get it from Jalen. But I think that's actually factual. As far as the coaching and like Steichen and Sirianni, like I do critique Steichen a little bit more for the actual play because to me Sirianni is such a like a leader of men coach and not mm-hmm. like a like not like the 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 big br- not that he's not a football guy, but like not like the big brain like great play calling guy. Like that's I, I would kind of say that's more towards what Steichen should be doing. Right. And Sirianni is, like, the vocal leader. He's the bold and impassioned guy. Like, for example, leading up to this game, they were talking, uh, the team was talking about, and, you know, Jason Kelsey talked about on his podcast about how leading up to this game, uh, Nick Sirianni does, like, something different every week, but he got the team in the meeting and uh, had the 
people at the Eagles who ever make videos and shit cut together a highlight tape of every player's high school uh, uh, highlights right. and say, like, you know, think about how proud this kid would be of you today and, like, like never, like, lose the love you have for the sport. And, like, Jason Kelsey was talking on the podcast about how much, like, shit like that, like, means to the players and, like, how much they love that. And, like, that to me is why I love Nick Sirianni because, like, doing shit like that is so it's not, I don't want to say underrated because I think everyone knows how important it is, but like it's so key to creating culture and creating a winning culture. Right. And like just a good team and like guys that will go out there and play for the coach. Like a 2017, you know, yeah. Philadelphia yes, Eagles. Like they vibe. loved Doug they, Peterson. They played for Doug. But well, like, the, and the other thing too is the only reason Kelsey came back this year was because, because of yeah. Sirianni. I mean, they sent him a kick, but is, it was also because of, it was mainly is, because of Sirianni. I said and coming into this year, that was a huge quote that he said he loved playing for Sirianni. Yeah. And that's why he came back. No, like, I think that's huge. And I oh, think yeah, because there were so many people that doubted yeah. Sirianni, especially after last year. And then it's like, the reason I'm coming back is Nick Sirianni. Yeah, you're talking it's about like, a veteran guy. Well, Jason on. Who's extremely well respected in the Jason on his podcast. Like has said, like it's a great podcast, mul- multiple times. Yeah, I love it that is. Podcast. He said multiple times that he was like very close to retiring, like yeah. very recently. So yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, think, I think that does mean it's just something. Like, I also uh, someone pointed out. I forget who pointed this out. Like it's a nice like. Uh, yin and yang with like Nick Sirianni is so like emotional not in a bad way but like so like fired up he's yeah. gonna scream with the fans he's gonna have fun he's a tag he, he's he's a, he's passionate and then on the other side you have uh Jalen Hurts who's more stoic and more like calm and and like when he's out on the field you never Everything ever that see comes him out of his goddamn mouth is a cliche yeah. it, it, but it's like you've never heard you've never learned anything what's from crazy Hurts is like it's speaking. I that's feel the like that's part. really him though like he's not nah, just putting man. on a show. Come on, I think that's that, yes, that, he is. That, that's the oh Saban, dude. That he's is been the coached up to do this. dude. That yeah. is the oh, okay. Nick Saban yeah. way. It's cliche. No, cliche, cliche. You guys don't just think that's who he is. No, no. absolutely not. No, I, mean, I, think, I understand. I think a part of it is that yes, he is very humble as a person. I do think that, but I don't think but like dude, everything he, he does and all the all the shit he says like that's coaching. You also can't. That's getting coached you, you to talk to the media. You also can't fake like the calmness he has on the field. No, no, no. That's different. His yeah, play, that's, that's, yeah. his demeanor I think that all on the goes field. Into it. Sure, but his. Dem- I'm, I'm just saying, like, and it doesn't matter at all. Like press conferences with the, with the media well, don't yeah. matter. He's not I mean, giving the at, media anything. But ever. yeah, put, yeah. put it this way, which ever. is a good thing. You never have to watch Jalen Hurts speak to the media. Oh, You're yeah. never going to learn anything. Dude, we, we, You're never going to see his personality. No, you do. You do because you get to look at his sexy ass face. Oh, it's hot as fuck. He's hot. We've known press conferences mean nothing ever since Nick Sirianni's introductory but there press are some conference guys the whole that, city Yeah, but, wait. Can we just but, like but think about that for one more second? But there are some guys that give you second? something, man. Like, like Jalen doesn't give you anything. To go back to the Sirianni stuff, imagine we're saying this about this coach right now when he came in and everybody was like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with this I guy? Can, we, can, <laughs> listen, we can proudly say yeah. as a group, yeah, no. we never jumped yeah, on that. Yeah, he came in and I was that just was like, all right, so, like whatever, he's probably just fucking nervous. That was maybe the dumbest like narrative in Philly sports in the last couple years. Who's going to run with it? Uh, Sports Radio, st- baby. <laughs> that's that's why I, that's why I belong there because I think I did not, I was well, not a yeah, fan. Yeah, you're of a moron. Yeah. When, when he talks right. about sunflowers <laughs> and stuff or fertilization, uh, you know, there's nothing really else to talk about here. Uh, next week, we're at home again, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tennessee. Okay. We Sunday. play Tennessee. Yep. Obviously, we talked about Derrick Taylor, Henry. Taylor will be there. Um, I think we're all we'll be tailgating. We're all predicting Maybe. a uh, Eagles yeah, win. I'm sure Ryan Tannehill strikes fear in the hearts of nobody. Uh, he's my favorite quarterback in the league. <laughs> <laughs> he's I'm up ter- there, MVP. He's, he's terrifying. All right, terrifyingly bad. <laughs> uh, but anyway, 
uh, we can transition, talk a little bit of shit about the Sixers and the Phillies a little bit. Uh, the si- there's not much to I say mean, about the he, Sixers. They they look better. The Sixers have actually just been fucking awesome over the last week. Uh, Again, obviously, these, you guys saw games, the live you know. reaction to the Ben Simmons uh, Nets game, that which was, was yeah, that was great. Awesome, one. that was phenomenal. Uh, but I mean, honestly, they've just been killing it for the last week. Like guys have been stepping up left and right. Love to see it. Tobias uh, Harris looks good Toby, right now. Toby's been on a heater. Uh, Joel came back and just looked like a complete and total like domination. Yeah, he, he like, had a hell of a game. Absolutely his last dominated game. down the stretch. And from what there. I hear, he's doing well tonight early. Yeah. And so I mean. If if you get if you have Harden come back and he's still the same Harden we had at the beginning of the season, man, this team's Monday, gonna Monday against click. the Rockets. Yep. That's the goal. Yep, that's what we're hoping for. Monday against the Rockets, we against get him his back. Old squad carry everybody till uh, Tyrese comes back. And I think I think Shake has slipped into that role pretty well right now. Shake and DeAnthony Melton both have done a good job of yeah. kind of filling the shoes of Tyrese Maxey yeah. in a sense. Shake Shake looks great, and I just hope that when uh, Maxey comes back, like he doesn't get relegated to no, like, playing know, a couple minutes a game. Do you well, think no, that this will. is a long he will, term? Though. That's just, the thing. There's it's no like, room for him, dude. That, no, no, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, like I hope he can continue his somewhat production while only playing one minute. Do you guys like gonna, honestly believe that Shake Milton is like this is sustainable? No. Because I don't. No, it never is. It never has I don't. been. I, 26 I, years old, I dude, think that Shake is a... Shake, he is what he is, man. Shake is a guy, though, that when he's playing more, he plays better. Yes, so I, I, I agree. I, but, the, sadly, but he's not going to play more a, over The problem starters. with this team is, dude, he's... Where is he going to play? <laughs> Backup point guard. How many minutes is he going to play? 12. I 12 thought I thought you guys were like yeah. Paul Reed. You yeah, know. 12 minutes is fine. But I Victory mean, like, tour, guys. I, listen, I'm just saying that like what? I feel like Shake, when he gets relegated to less, way less minutes, he's going to go back to being... Yeah, he will. He probably will. Because he's a guy that needs to get rolling. And that's why... He will probably never have a really great future, bright future with this team. He'll probably be gone next year. Probably. Because he oh. needs to be a starter. You mentioned Paul Reed. We are 100% on the Paul Reed victory tour. Yeah, by the dude, way. he's been fucking raking. Yeah, he's I been good. It. He's cra- been absolutely isn't it, raking. Isn't it crazy how. like it, You a, let a guy play. A, a crazy <laughs> concept. Walk with me for a minute. You, you draft a guy, and then, like, you know, you play him. And then he gets better. <laughs> right. The more time you play him. What a wild no, concept. Was, but it is, you know, I hate to be Debbie Downer on Paul Reed because I like Paul Reed. He's been playing well. There's nothing to complain he, about. Then don't, don't be Debbie Downer. I'm just saying there's nothing to complain about this year so far. It's very early. Paul Reed is a guy. Why, that, why Paul Reed being a Debbie Downer about? Paul Reed is, yeah. <laughs> it's very early. I'm just saying we don't know what Paul Reed is yet. Paul Reed is a guy that right now you put in the game and he will make spark plug. He will make some mistakes, but he's also just very good. He cares a lot. And like. Who would you, you rather see in the playoffs, Montrez Harrell or Paul oh Reed? My God. Paul Reed, Paul Reed. <laughs> Montrez Harrell, fucking. I hope not. There's your answer. I hope Paul Reed doesn't get a lot also, of playoffs. Also, can we talk either. about the crazy, like the crazy concept that but PJ Tucker Paul over Montrez? PJ Tucker might not score a single point. Will be like plus thirty-five in every game because he's a dominant defender. Yep. What it just why and it's just so crazy. And Austin Krell had a gr- had a great tweet today, basically explaining how he's like literally not washed. Even though that's what the entire narrative is it's, in the city is that PJ Tucker's too it's old. It's just so funny because you like look at the box score and you want to get mad like fucking yeah, PJ with zero again. Dude, he, he, he held Kevin, box score he Kevin Durant to what? Four, 16 shots or yeah. 14 shots? No, no, he held Kevin Durant to like 16 points in the in the second yeah, I mean, half. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> dude. I, like he is. A, don't don't shit on PJ Tucker, dog. No, I just think it's hysterical. And they're like five and two when he doesn't score. Oh, I know. I know. It's, okay, it's so he's insane. not killing you. But the funniest part to me is people are basically saying, oh, we went from, like, Danny Green to this. It's like, well, here's the other thing. When Danny Green was off, he offered nothing. I'd much rather have P.J. Tucker he than offered, Danny Green. I'm when not Danny Green was having an off game, he offered you absolutely nothing. Which was he more was times too old to defend. than not. 
Well, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, he, was, was, he was a very consistent. He was another one that was like kind of streaky, though, man, but down he, the stretch. Well, yeah. I mean, when he was having a bad game, he was having a bad game. But, like, for the most part, he was having decent games to very good games yeah. uh, over his tenure. He was doing his role. But, like, I would much rather have a guy like PJ who, at least when his shot's off, is going to fucking lock down whoever's opposing him. He's like, a dog. Yeah. And, and he's going to get your you over franchise, rebounds. The face of your franchise asked for him. Wanted him. Yeah. Rock with him. He's not hurting you. It'd be different if he was killing you. Yeah. He's not. He's, yeah. Dude, he's a big reason why the Sixers have been in it without the stars. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I just don't get it. Like, I understand, dude. Well, it's because people are box score that, watchers a lot dude, of the nobody times. Expe- I didn't expect P.J. Tucker to come in here and score like 40 points no, a night. I mean, no. Did anybody no. do that? That's not no. who I, he is. The only thing that concerns me is he looks significantly more... Uh, hesitant to shoot corner threes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, significantly more. I mean, but he's I not getting a lot also, of opportunities either. Yeah, it's, it's Listen, that, not, and it's I, also, I think, that he's not getting as good of looks just because, obviously, James Harden isn't there. Yeah, I mean, that's a big so part of it, So when the defense can sag off a little more and get, stay on him a little more, like, he's not Listen, getting does those he open to, looks he's Does he have to, to hit, hit the threes, like, when, when he's in that situation? Yeah, I mean, he has to. But he I mean, doesn't have to. But that's still. I mean, he should though. He I mean, should. It just, don't get me wrong. But he doesn't dude, have to. It's as very, we've seen. But I. But I think he. I think he will. It's, I mean, I don't it's know. It's very weird the relationship him. people have with coming to Philly and then like your shooting like becoming weird because obviously <laughs> you have Ben yeah. and Markel. PJ Tucker looks significantly more worried about shooting corner threes and Montrez Harrell is like passing out of like dunks. He's horrible, dude. Like he's. I'm sorry, He's man. become like. He's another one that goes on like a run. He's in that. Uh, ben realm right now of like he will only go up with the ball if no one is around. <laughs> no, Montrez Harrell's horrible. I mean, he is. He's he was not. he was the last player available towards the end of literally uh, the season beginning for a reason. Yeah, yeah he's like, literally. I mean, he's Just trash. We, we, he's we cooked. shouldn't. You shouldn't be. I don't expecting. know how old he is. How but many, I think he's cooked. How many backup centers he's do we have to go guy. through before Doc just realizes well, that the Paul only reason, Reed is the guy? But the only reason they got him is because fucking you, you do have a no center bench. who tends to get injured. We all know that. It's not going to end anytime soon, I'm sure. So what are you going to do at that point? I know we had Bassey. Don't get me wrong. But you I have to have depth at that position. Have loved you have to. Don't to you? Keep, what? You have to have depth at that position. No, I agree. But what, that's what I'm trying to say. It's yeah. like... We obviously didn't have we we cut Bassey whatever, um, but I mean at this point I'd much rather have Bassey. Just don't get me wrong, God but damn. like yeah, you need a guy. You just need a body Paul, a lot of times. Fucking Paulie like, needs to be the guy. No, no, he is though. That like, like, no, he now, is right like, now. Going forward, now he's got to. I, I think he will be. I genuinely think he will. To, be. Uh, I, I honestly hope is, he does. One of I'm my, not one of my favorite yet, memes though. I've ever seen on Twitter. Shout out to Trill Bro, dude. He uh, there's that meme. Friend uh, of the show. There's that meme from a couple years ago where some guy took a picture of gas prices and said, "Go ahead, keep raising oh, yeah. gas prices. I'll just grind harder." And Trill edited over it and put like the pictures of like Montrez Harold, Dwight Howard, <laughs> whoever the fuck else, and said, it. "And it was like it was like Paul Reed, and he said, uh, "Go ahead, keep on signing backup centers. I'll only grind harder." <laughs> but like, listen, I, I hope he stays stays con- productive. I you think know? you will. I, I genuinely, well. I mean, you can't the, shit on. I've noticed on I'm starting my Sixers like hype is finally coming along. I was so wiped from giving it's so, so early, much dude. to the Phillies. It's so early. Dog. I was I was so wiped from time. giving so much to the Phillies. Like I'm not used to that. So like I'm finally coming around and like my I'm getting there now. I'm getting there. I always say, I was man, right back I, in. I thought you were on my side, Vince. What the fuck? I always say, <laughs> listen, I'm getting there. People say, Chris, oh, people say Christmas. I still don't expect anything of the team until Doc Rivers is fired. Then what are we talking people about? People say Christmas, New Year's Day. I mean, once New Year's comes around, Sixers. What we're talking no, about I mean, is the I'm, fact that I'm a Philly sports game, fan right and I oh, know are. the team ain't winning <laughs> shit, but I'll care anyway because I'm a sicko. 
Uh, yeah, I like, mean, I, listen, I don't think this team's going to, like, not win a title is if Doc they Rivers can the because of Doc Rivers. Doc though. Rivers is the coach? Yes. Then they're not winning anything. Yeah. Well, That's how I look at it. I don't think they're getting rid of Doc Rivers this season. No, and they're not going to win anything this season. I, I doubt that. They will win when... I, 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 dude, who's... Dude, do you think Milwaukee is, like, that much of a problem? Yes. Do you think Boston's going to be that much of yes. a problem? Boston, yes. When, yeah. when when Philadelphia is at full strength, dude, I think we Boston can beat anybody. Boston, by can, far, is the best offense. I think, I think we can beat anybody. How many more, I think we can. How many more clear examples of Doc Rivers coaching disasters in the playoffs do we need to see before we accept that's who he is? Run it back. I'm just hoping at some point the uh, the talent I'm, just dude, fucking th- overtakes that. That's what I'm hoping for, dude. I don't want to hear. I don't. I don't think it will. You know why, Vince? Because you're probably fucking right. But I don't want to sit through like another like big Sixers run, which they always go on this run. They get everybody excited. Gargano's telling people to play songs. I get so excited every fucking day to to watch the Sixers but that's because what you I do. convince myself we are going to the finals Shame. and finally winning a a fucking championship, Shame. dude. I, I and I don't want you to say oh. oh Rivers is here. Doc I know it's probably true, but can you let me believe? I uh, let me believe that we're not a second round exit. You want us to lie to you? No, I mean, I, it didn't Seamus, happen yet. Seamus, this Let's is why. Go. This is why we just take each game day by day. I, we what? don't. We don't expect anything. We don't. But you can't say, oh, they're not going to win unless Doc Rivers, I'm, which I, is probably true. I, but I want them to win dis, despite heavy Doc amounts Rivers of being copium here. right yeah. now. I, want the, I, I, I want don't the understand what he's doing. I, I t- he's I'm having gonna, a mental breakdown. I want the this Sixers. This is what Philadelphia sports fan does to you. I want the Sixers to win a title despite Doc Rivers being the head coach, not in spite of him being that. Whatever that means, I want them to win. Doc Rivers is here. Uh, the, whatever the, the hell the guy that oh, want them to win. Who's the, who's the guy that looks like Dracula? Who's like, <laughs> he's like uh, the, the, Adam the, Silver? The, no, no, the one that's gonna like replace Doc Sam Rivers. Cassell. Oh, Cassell. <laughs> he whatever. Like Dracula. Does he look like Dracula. He, to me, he looks like Dracula. But whatever. whatever. Adam Silver is Nosferatu though. No, he is Nosferatu. Uh, listen, I want to go back. Why did? Let by me... the way, Adam Silver was part of the Mark Zumoff like tribute. Like that ruined what? it for me. Cool. Uh, no idea. What you're we have to go back what three years? He said it. Three years when Doc Rivers got hired. Uh, all time, like Col- all time, <laughs> Cole takes exposed. I gotta give a shout out to my friend Colton, who was a Clippers fan. He was on this podcast before. He he tried to warn me. He he was dancing. I on, warned you. Yeah, he listen, was listen he was Clippers he fan. was dancing on our grave when we signed Doc Rivers, and I was like, bro, like what do you mean it's Doc Rivers? He was like, he can't coach for shit, and well, I should have believed. I mean, him. he he would have. I mean, Colton would know. Clipper, I, yeah, I Clippers told you. guy, but. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't care too. Yeah, but Tobias Harris, Doc Rivers, <laughs> right. you know, Clippers That's, connection. We thought it was going to be good. Before we end the podcast, the last thing I want to say, like my last point, is uh, I'm talking Phillies real quick. Can we? I want to bring up real quick how much of a disaster fucking franchise the Washington Commanders are. Because for two, actually two things on that. One, the Sean they did a great job Sean, of honoring Sean Taylor. That was a great win. The Sean Taylor, by the way, statue. great mannequin. That was that, yeah, that's it was a, a mannequin. It's literally a dick sports mannequin. His fat. That, that's a fucking disgrace. It's the second, it is the second time it's that disgusting. they have tried to soccer cleats. It's the second. Well, he did. Socks. Apparently, he wore those. Like legitimately. Oh, okay. That I I, I understand. Dude, that's not a statue. But, but yes, that was insane. <laughs> I can't, this is the second time they failed at honoring uh, Sean they Taylor. They have Nick Foles, they, who's alive that poor, in Philadelphia, a yeah. beautiful statue. That poor, poor man's memory keeps getting shit on by that organization. Whether it be Jackson Mahomes um, fucking it up. or Now, you know. s- my second point, and this one's a little bit more like serious. Um, so Dan Snyder obviously said, if I'm going down, I'm taking people with me. And he puts out, or the Washington Post. What the hell does that and, mean? Well, he, he oh, yeah, like, oh, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. I have dirt on you guys, and I'm going to expose it. Oh, God. The Washington Post comes out with that picture of Jerry Jones from back in the 
fucking day at Arkansas where he was at a protest with other white students protesting oh uh, resegregation, I guess, or desegregation? Desegregation. desegregation. And uh, Jerry it, Jones... It didn't surprise me in the Jerry slightest. Jerry Jones times. comes out... <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Absolutely not. But Jerry, first of all... He's, just the, the, he's the definition of a dude, plantation he was the, owner. he was the one owner that was like, if you're on my team, you'll stand for the fucking yeah. anthem, and that's that. <laughs> of course he's... But well, anyway, dude, just look at his, the guy. So his his excuse was that <laughs> anybody's he, a Klansman. He didn't know what was going on, man. He said he didn't know what was going on, and he was there out of curiosity. <laughs> what a bull fucking shit take! But can I? I want to go a step further. And I'm, listen, I'm not, I'm I am white, obviously, so I'm not trying to like take oh, really? my opinion. Wow. And act, I'm not trying to take my opinion and act like it's more than that of a black man on this matter. But Stephen A. Smith's take on this was. Insane. What the hell do you expect from Stephen, Stephen A. Smith? <laughs> Stephen A. Smith is like, I just want to talk about my brother, Jerry Jones. Oh, yeah. He doesn't deserve <laughs> you know, what's you know being why? done because to him right fraud. now. He doesn't deserve what's being done to him right now? Dude, this is the same the, guy get that... Get the fuck you out, know of what Stephen a. Get Smith, out of here. You, you know what Stephen A. Smith said when Philadelphia Phillies fans... This has nothing to do with it, but just like an example of how much of an idiot Stephen A. Smith is. There's countless examples. I actually like him most of the time. But, but they're, dude, uh, Bryce Harper's... First season with us on opening day, he struck out like four times or something, and we booed him for some. I mean, this is like a future Hall of Famer we're booing. I didn't agree with that. Stephen A. Smith goes on the air. He says, Bryce Harper should be ashamed of himself for striking out four times in his debut with the Phillies. You know, like, like they, he, he deserved it. So the guy's a fraud. No, uh, but like, I mean, you're going to get booed even if like, you are Bryce Harper. But, but are you surprised that Stephen A. Smith has horrible opinions? No, on I this? just couldn't believe that take because, like, he's no, usually, he usually when he speaks out about that kind of stuff. Yeah, he he's usually, usually like has on a good point response. with like speaking out about know. social shit. He usually has his. Uh, for some reason here, he was just like fucking completely licking Jerry the boot of Jerry Jones. You know, you know why? Because Jerry Jones is a corporatist. <laughs> yeah, but he lunatic. also constantly shits on the Cowboys. <laughs> so, like, people, it's so fucking weird. I just are, don't get it. I don't know if... Are people buying Jerry Jones' excuse of... No. I didn't know it was uh, going to no. Dallas are. Like, I get that he... I wouldn't be surprised if ESPN is telling people what to say. I get he can't just secret, come out. Like, he can't just come out and say it. But, like, dude, we all know what you were doing. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're... And they call you in 4K. The fucking... <laughs> yeah. It's back in the 1960s, and somehow they still caught you in 4K. Uh, Jerry Jones. Probably one person in the whole state of the camera, it, and it, it was on you. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I would have been, like, kind of, like, more happy if he actually admitted it. I would love to know, like, but what it's the, Jerry Jones. I would love to know what the players think of this. Like, legitimately, I, would I don't love think to they know. care. They probably don't give a they, shit. They, they, they probably know that he is what he is. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but I'm sure they do. That's all Dak, I want to Dak Prescott doesn't care. Yeah, I don't think Dak Prescott <laughs> you can cares. You follow his uh, trail. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Right, but anyway, uh, nah. you want to talk Elliot about really? something before well, we get out I'll, here. Well, all I want to say, Taylor, before we go, is that John Paul Morosi from MLB Network um, said that he believes that the Phillies are the <laughs> clear front runners for or the clear favorites to sign Trey Turner. Now we thank God. Now we have discussed that like we would be happy with any of the star shortstops that are on the market, um, but it certainly does look like that we're going to be getting Trey Turner for Christmas. We have the winter meetings next week, and that's usually when shit goes down. So um, expect a couple moves before the uh, the winter meetings. I expect two relievers to get signed. I think Rodon's going to go to the Mets. I, re- I have a bad feeling Rodon's going to go to the Mets. Yeah. So there was a report that was not really um, credible today linking the Phillies and DeGrom. Um, listen, I don't want Jacob DeGrom, uh, I'll, but if it comes down to it and we miss out on Rodon and – Dombrowski doesn't trade for another starter. Give me DeGrom all day. But hopefully the Mets blow it uh, with uh, Rodon and he comes here. But listen, 
I want to. I want two relievers. I want a starter. I want Trey Turner. I want to start the season. I couldn't agree more. Seventy-five days until pitchers and catchers, which is fucking insane. You last season, you elevated yourself to a new uh, strat. The Phillies, obviously, the yeah. stratosphere, and like. Now Morosi said one thing I disagree with, like real quick. Be, I'm gonna get your take on this too. Like he said, it looks like the Phillies are one player away from a championship, which I could see only because we literally made the World Series and we missed out by two games. But don't you think they're like more like two or three I, or four I players? Yeah, I don't think I don't think baseball is a sport where you could be like that team is literally one player. Yeah, away. it's not like, like basketball where right. if you get yes yeah, yeah, a star then. You know, some some starters, some relievers, probably a you know a shortstop, which we're gonna add. Like, right? They're they're not one player away. No, no. Like, what one position that, would you like if you gave us one more of what we you, would, you need elite pitching yeah. on this team? Trey, but, Trey's hey, just a bonus. Listen, I'm excited. I, I think this is gonna be an awesome season. Where like you're gonna have for obviously, I don't think like every game is gonna sell out, but you're gonna have much more attendance, much more sellouts. People are gonna be fired up for this uh, Philly season. So I think that's attendance awesome. goes up with with Turner. I would, yeah, I. I I think attendance is going to go up regardless. Yeah. They were in the World Series last year. Yep. They finally showed people like, okay, we're ready to take a take a turn and move into a next uh, era of the team. Not saying they're going to like be dominant, but like they're kind of they've crawled out of that 2011 up until before last year era. All I'm saying is NL East is going to be a fucking juggernaut outside of the Nationals. All right, you guys got anything else? I'm ready to get out of here. Uh, I'm excited about the Sixers. I'm excited about the Phillies. I'm excited about the Eagles. Uh, I'm excited that John Tortorella gives <laughs> the absolute best press conferences. Hey, Torts, if you're listening, hey, I love something. you. I hope your face is feeling better. I know you got kicked in the face by a horse. You look a lot better. All Rest right. in peace, not Stevie Nick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Thanks for listening, guys. We will talk to you next let's week. Let's go to Wendy's, Go Sixers. Man. You want to go to Wendy's?